Let's praise God this morning. I'm forgiven because you were forsaken. And I'm accepted, you were condemned. I'm alive and well, your spirit is within me because you died and rose again. Sing, I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven because you were forsaken. I'm accepted, you were condemned. I'm alive. I'm alive and well, the Spirit is within me because you died and rose again. Amazing love, how can it be? You, my King, would die for me. forgiven it's because you were forsaken and I'm accepted because you were condemned sing it now I'm alive and well your spirit is within me because you died and rose die for me amazing love I know it's true it's my joy to honor you in all I do I honor you because you you Jesus you are my king oh Jesus you are my king if the sun has set you free if the sun has set you free you are free indeed sing with me if the sun has set you free you are free indeed. Do you believe that? If the sun has set you free, you are free indeed. Oh, if the sun has set you free, you are free indeed. Amazing love, how can it be? 
King would die for me. Amazing love, I know it's true. And it's my joy to honor you in all I do. We're very fortunate to have this day, aren't we? And I heard a message last night. I sang for Brother Richard last night, and he, he preached on a, on a message. I, I think the pastor's going to preach the same thing. And, and uh, today we're not only celebrating our independence in our country, but uh, we as believers and we as Christians and children of God can celebrate our independence from Satan, like the pastor said earlier. And... Um, you know, if there's, a, if there's a song out there and it's got a lyric about a chain being broken, then I'm going to sing it. And uh, because uh, I remember the day eight years ago when my chains were broken. So uh, I hope this song is a blessing to you. Go ahead, fellas. Life of a slave was all that I knew, a prisoner to sin and its shame. So long in bondage and feeling abused, that was before Jesus came. Loosed all the shackles, now I can say it's end of Dance day, freedom. Oh, what a word! My past is forgotten, my future's secure. It's a new way living for me. Old habits are gone, I'm set free. That the sound of chains falling that I just heard freedom oh what a word if you've been held captive and need a release from sorrow that's dragging you down wondering how long you can live in defeat when all of your hope has been bound Your shackles are breaking Child, have no fear The liberator is here Freedom, oh, what a word My past 
past is forgotten, my future's secure. It's a new way of living for me. Old habits are gone, I've set free. Is that the sound of chains falling that I just heard? Freedom, oh, what a word. That the sound of chains falling that I just heard. Freedom, oh, what a word. Oh, I'm free. Hallelujah. Praise God this morning, amen. Thank you, Brother Todd. What a blessing. How about giving our next level band a big round of applause? Praise God for them. America, land of the free and home of the brave, a place with such great opportunity, opportunity to be happy and to thrive and to get out there and make a difference in this world. A place to be free, like the song says, free and broken from those chains that used to bind us all. A place that our forefathers built on biblical principles has now become a very dark place. America has become a a very dark place to live, and I believe she's in trouble. If things don't turn around, I believe we're all in trouble. The day we live in this America, home of the brave and land of the free, a, a country that was built on, on biblical principles now wants nothing to do with God. I say this with humility and compassion today. I believe that there's going to be a great revival before we see the Antichrist come. I'm ready for that revival. And I'm ready for that revival to break out in this house this morning. I'm ready for revival. We have a revival once a year in our church. We call it our love revival. And we get excited, man. We have a good time bringing in several pastors. But I think every day we should revive ourselves and just think about the freedom that God's given us. Did you know you and I can go out to eat after church and I plan on going somewhere after you invite me and... uh we can go out to eat and we can bow our heads and we can pray and we can thank God in this country still today. But it's changing rapidly. It's changing quickly. Within the next five years, I believe in my heart that if you pray in public, you will be thrown into prison. I believe if you assemble and call yourself a church, a body of believers assembling in the next five years, you will be thrown into prison. 
I believe the faith that we share right now, the belief in Jesus Christ, I believe right now when we stand up for that faith, and we should always stand up for that faith, no matter what. I've only been a Christian 10 years, and I've seen things get darker and darker and darker. But I'm believing that my little light is making a difference. Some days it don't feel like that, though. Some days it feels like, why am I even doing this? What am I even doing here? Why am I even trying? Is anybody even getting it? Anybody ever feel like that? Why even go to church? Why even put forward my first foot? Why do I even try? Why, 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 why? Because God done so much for us when he gave us his one and only son, Jesus. That's why. Once saved, always saved, I say. I believe that with all my heart. If you're truly saved and born again, the Bible says, by your fruits, I'll know you. I believe whatever's binding you and whatever's trying to hold you captive, you can run from this morning. You can break free from. I, I was thinking about it this morning. America, land of the free and home of the brave, a place with such great opportunity to be happy, to love, to be free, a place where our forefathers built it on biblical principles has now become a dark place to live. I, I found this letter, and I found this guy who reads so much better than me. His name is Todd Jordan. Give him a round of applause again. <laughs> Open your Bibles to Isaiah 5. Isaiah 5, got my Bible? I found out that my brothers and sisters did that at the Three C's Cowboy Church last week in Abilene, Texas, and those people flipped out. <laughs> Praise God for flipping out. If you're here today, we flip out sometimes. We're a little weird, like this shirt I'm wearing. I can see Brother Tommy in it, but I can't see myself in it. But I am in it. But then my son walked in in a shirt that he's in, and I'm happy about it all day. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isaiah 5. Good to be in the house of the Lord. Verse 20. This is probably one of the most powerful things I'll ever read to you out of this book. Isaiah 25, verse 20, I'm sorry. Destruction is certain for those who say that evil is good and good is evil, that dark is light and light is dark, that bitter is sweet and that sweeter is bitter. Destruction is certain for those who think that they are wise and consider themselves clever. Destruction is certain for those who who are heroes when it comes to drinking, who boast about all the liquor they can hold. They take bribes to pervert justice. They let wicked go free while punishing the innocent. Boy, that sounds like the America we live in. I was studying and I found this letter that Ken Hubbard wrote. And I sat and I read this letter and I read it over again. And I said, man, I need to read this to the church. I said, but... I need somebody who can read a little better to read this so that you can hear. How many believe that America is becoming a dark place? Listen to what Ken wrote. Come here, brother. Oh, you want to use your mic? Go ahead. 
Has America become the land of the special interest and the home of the double standard? Let's see. If we lie to the Congress, it's a felony. And if the Congress lies to us, it's just politics. If we dislike a black person, we're racist. And if a black dislikes whites, it's their First Amendment right. The government spends millions to rehabilitate the criminals, and they do almost nothing for the victims. In public schools, you can teach that homosexuality is okay, but you better not use the word of God in the process. You can kill an unborn child, but it's wrong to execute a mass murderer. We don't burn books in America. We now rewrite them. We got rid of the communists and the socialist threat by renaming them progressives. We are unable to close our border with Mexico, but have no problem protecting the 38th parallel in Korea. If you protest against President Obama's policies, you're a terrorist. But if you burn an American flag or George Bush in effigy, it was your First Amendment right. You can have pornography on TV or the Internet, but you better not put a nativity scene in a public park during Christmas. We have eliminated all criminals in America, and they're now called sick people. We can use a human fetus for medical research, but it's wrong to use an animal. We take money from those who work hard for it, and we give it to those who don't want to work. We all support the Constitution, but only when it supports our political ideology. We still have freedom of speech, but only if we are being politically correct. Parenting has been replaced with Ritalin and video games. The land of opportunity is now the land of handouts. The similarity between Hurricane Katrina and the Gulf oil spill is that neither president did anything to help. And how do we handle a major crisis today? The government appoints a committee to determine who's at fault, then threatens them, passes a law, raises our taxes, tells us the problem is solved so they can get back to the re-election campaign. What has happened to the land of the free and the home of the brave? the life of a man who took a 12-year-old baby, raped her, murdered her, burnt her body into ashes, stuck those ashes in his couch to hide them from cadaver dogs that go out and sniff and find human remains. They put him on death row he lived 32 years on death row till finally there was justice for that family. Well, I was asked to go to death row with that family and be there with them. There were people out there pickled in. Don't kill him, don't kill him, don't kill him. But those same people say it's okay to kill an unborn baby. Those same people are making the policies and the procedures for you and I that we're supposed to follow. We're supposed to teach our kids it's not okay to stand up for God. I'm not going to do that. You ought not do that. Teenagers, you ought not let anyone tell you not to bow your head and pray in school. And you ought to have enough respect for God to bow your head and be thankful. We are on the front lines, Cowboy Church. You and I are on the front lines. The enemy hates our guts. And so does this world. Why? Because it's a dark world. And are we making a difference? You bet we're making a difference. When we let our little light shine, we're making a difference. 
It is a dark world. It is a dark place that we live in. The Bible says in 1 John 2, 9, anyone who claims to be in the light but hates his brother or sister is still in the darkness. Right now, we see so much hate spilling over in this world that we live in. Some of you may hate somebody in this church this morning. Hate's a strong word. But we see it. If you disagree with a homosexual person, you hate them. If you disagree with, with a political you, you, a party of some sort because they don't, they, they don't have the same principles and the same values that you believe in, you hate them. There is a world that we live in that is taking compromise. What's compromise? They give in to what's right. They hate what's right. And they stand up for what's wrong. That's the world we live in, brothers and sisters. You and I are called to shed a light in that dark world. John 8, 12 says, Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You and I are called to follow the Lord. And the light of the Lord. That's what brings a smile to my face. That's what brings joy to my heart. No matter what situation, how dark it gets, I'm to follow the light of the world, and that is Jesus Christ. I wonder if you're following him. You're to be the light of the world. Others are supposed to know that you're a born-again believer. Others are supposed to know that you're not going to stand and let Satan have his way in your home. Others are supposed to know that there's different. I, the, the first scripture that I read, so if you get off your phone and listen, listen, the first scripture that I read is, woe to those who call evil good. We're doing that right now. Oh, I just made some mistakes. I just made some mistakes. I just did this. I just did that. Oh, okay, I, I, I partaked in this, and I looked at that, and, and, and it's okay. It's not okay with God. The stuff that's going on in this dark world is not okay with God. Well, why ain't God doing something about it? He is. God is doing something about it. He's letting us have church this morning. He's letting us get together and lift one another up and rejoice in His name. God is doing something about it. He's letting us be the light in the dark world. John 1, 5 says, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. 1 John 1, 7 says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from sin. Matthew 5, 16, I'm just telling you what the Bible says about light. In the same way, let your light so shine before others so that they may see the good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And then my favorite, turn there with me, Matthew 5, 14. Got my Bible? Stay with me this morning. Stay with me. This is the best message you're going to hear. God has been transforming my soul in these last few weeks. And, and, and can I say this to you today? You know where God starts the transformation? From the inside out. God gets a hold of you on the inside and it seems to work its way out. I'm so happy about that today. 
God has been transforming my soul in the last couple of weeks from the inside out. And he said to tell the church this morning, Matthew 5, 14, got my Bible? He said to tell you this this morning. You are the light of the world, like a city on a mountain, glowing in the night for all to see. Don't hide your light under a basket. Instead, put it on a stand and let it shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Touch somebody and say, you're the light of the world. God's been teaching me to trust him. God has been teaching me to trust him. How many has been God been doing that? Through my sickness, through my ministry, through my family, through my faith, God has been teaching me to trust him. He is the light of the world. He calls you and I to be the light, to go into the dark places. Sometimes that's, that, that just ain't fun at all. He's been teaching me about trust. He's been reaching inside of me and asking me to step out of my comfort zone and to let go of the things that I've been holding on to. He's been teaching me to let him work out things his way instead of letting me work out things my way. Because my way, I can do it. My way, I can go solve it. But God says, let me work it out. God has been teaching me in the dark places to trust him. Some of you may be going through something dark this morning. Some of you may be going through something so dark you can't see no light. But let me say this, darkness never outshines the light. There's never a time where you don't put a little light in a dark situation and you cannot not see it. God has been transforming me. He's teaching me to let him work out what was his to work out. God's been teaching me in a powerful way. But as I step out into the spotlight... Sometimes it seems like there's a dark shadow that overcasts me. Just like America. It seems like you can't see no hope. You can't see anything. But with God, all things are possible. With God, with you and I, trusting, believing, walking by faith and not by sight, trusting Him in the valley of the shadow of death, in the dark place, God can bring a light into America. Pin that back up for me. I was thinking about it. Anybody ever go and witness and you walk away and say, do they even care? Do they, anybody ever do that? You go and witness to somebody and you walk away and you say, do they even care? I go to church with a lot of people. And I leave out of here sometimes. I say, do they even care? I mentor a lot of people. Some days I say, do they even care? God told me to tell you, he said, I'm teaching you in those dark places. Trust me. Just trust me, Mark. Whatever you're going through today, God is saying, just trust him. Just trust him. Just trust him. It may look like the world's going to hell in a handbasket, but we got to trust him. Sometimes I get defeated and sometimes I get discouraged and I say, do these people even get it? Do they care? 
I want to be a flame to ignite this world, a passion for the Lord. But sometimes I just feel like ashes that has already burned out. Somebody in this church right now, your light's going out. You don't even see it. You don't even recognize it. Things have happened, and they just weighed you down. They pressed on you. It's starting to cover you up. The Satan's got you where he wants you. He's got you almost so dim that you're ready to give up. This is the best message for you today. That God wants to ignite your fire. He wants to light your flame. He wants to set you on fire. You know, when I get discouraged, when I get down, I always come back stronger. When I'm alone, when I'm afraid, when I'm there and I say, what am I going to do next? God always reveals himself in the dark places. In the dark world, I sometimes get confused. God, I heard your call, but what's happening? Why did she have to die so young? Why did my brother have to go back to drugs? Why are they killing babies? What's the matter with this world? What's the matter with them, God? You set them free. They're not in prison no more, but they walk around like they're in shackles. What's the matter, Lord? After much soul searching, after this Independence Holiday, I've realized this, Cowboy Church, if you're taking notes, it is impossible for darkness to extinguish just a little light. Just a little light. If you can find just a little light, you can find your way out. When I was a kid, we were on a trip to Austin one time. I was just a little kid, and we stopped at these caverns. Between Austin and Waco, there's some caverns on the side of the road. Anybody ever been to those caverns? They take you way, way, way down in these caverns. And then they shut the light off. And then they tell you, this is what it's like to be blind. Anybody ever experienced that? Satan can do that to you right now. Without taking you deep down in a cavern, he can try to, he can try to cover up anything that God wants to do in your life. He can do that with a rude person. He can do that with a person who's, who, who is ugly in their spirit, and you think, well, it's not even worth me even witnessing to them. You help somebody, you help them, you help them, you help them. They go the other way, and you get discouraged. Satan's laughing at you, and he's laughing at me. He's laughing at you, and he's laughing at me, and he's saying, look, I got them, I got them, I got them. They thought they were strong, but let me just put a little darkness right there. That kid you've been praying for, that son, that daughter, they were in church a while, they were doing the right thing, you were happy. Circumstances, life, their choices, pulled them back out there in the streets. Now you've lost your way. Don't lose your way, Cowboy Church. That husband that you've been on your knees praying for, ladies, you've been down on your knees and you've been praying and you've been seeking God and you got him to church one time, you got him to church two times, you got him to church for a month and now he hadn't been in six months and you're so discouraged that you feel like, why do I even go to church? My husband don't go with me. You go because power in prayer, power in number, power in the cross. That deal you wanted to work out. You know, 
everyone that says they're a Christian don't always act like it. Pastor Carger, I was called him the other day about a situation I was struggling with. I called Pastor Carger. I said, Pastor Carger, there's a situation, and this situation I'm struggling with. He said, what is it, Brother Mark? I said, well, this person says that they're a Christian, but they don't act like it all the time. But then sometimes they act like it all the time. I haven't got them figured out. I said, what do I do? He said, there's so many out there. Now watch this. I'm going to give you revelation. There's so many out there that will do six things good to make up for one thing bad. And that's how they reason with God. They'll do seven or eight, nine, ten things good. And they'll do two or three things bad. And they'll call that repentance. I'm okay as long as I come out. Listen to me. God wants us to be the light of the world. What does that mean, Brother Mark? That means that I'm not supposed to be hiding my light under a basket. If I'm a Christian, I'm supposed to be a Christian all the time. Even when I'm down. Even when I'm depressed. I shouldn't take that out on other people. Even if I'm a Christian business owner, I shouldn't take it out on other people when my finances are bad. I should do what I say and say what I mean and live for the Lord and let my light shine no matter how bad the circumstance may be. I wish somebody would get this, amen. I wish somebody would get this. No matter how bad it is, the bottle is not the answer. The pills are not the answer. No matter how bad it is, the other man is not the answer. The grass ain't always greener on the other side. Just the, just the devil wants you to think that it is. He wants you to think, oh, it's great over here. Come back to the bar. It's great over here. Go back to your old ways. It's great over here. Look how much fun you had when you weren't with Jesus. He's a dark liar. He is a dark, dark liar. Woe to those, woe to those who call evil good. There's condemnation for those who call evil good. Who justify their sin with, I'm, uh, you know who I am. You know how I am. I'm always this way. Take me, leave me, love me. I'll do what I want whenever I want. Woe to those who call evil good. God, if there's anything in me that is not of you, get it out this morning. God, if, is there anybody here that would be that bold, that brave, that honest? God, if there's anything in me that is dark, get it out of me this morning. Is there anybody here that would stand up and say, I I'm that guy you're talking to, Pastor Mark. If there's anything in me that is dark, get it out of me today. Get it out of me today. I don't want it no more. I want to be good. I want to be light. I want others to see. I want others to see. Get it out of me. <laughs> I was questioning God. Anybody ever question God? He's okay when you question him. I was questioning God, Carl. Can I even handle this? He said, why don't you let me handle it? Can I handle what's going on, God? Why don't you let me handle it? There comes a time in those dark places that we just got to let God handle it. Sometimes I get defeated. Sometimes you'll get defeated. Sometimes you'll get discouraged. 
I went out with a flame ready to tackle the whole world. But now I'm just ashes and wake. In the dark places, you get confused. God, I heard your call, but what happened? Why did she have to die? Why did they have to go back to that old lifestyle? You know how much time I spent with them, God? After much soul seeking, it is impossible for darkness to extinguish light. It will always shine. It will always be. It does not depend on reactions or projections or judgments of others. Light is just light. Somebody hear me this morning. Light will always shine through any dark situation. You're the light, Cowboy Church. You are the light, Cowboy Church. You and I, Carrie Helms, are called to be the light of the world. That feels good, don't it? You and I got to go to work tomorrow. We got people we got to meet today. We got to go to a restaurant after church. We got things we got to do. We got to be the light of the world. All hell's breaking loose at home, man. We've been fighting all week, man. My kids won't listen. My wife's crazy and alone. What am I going to do? Don't laugh at Mary like that. I'm to be the light of the world. I'm to be reminded today that God cannot be outdone by dark. Come on, somebody. God cannot be outdone by dark. We may feel very nervous about what the future holds, but God is powerful. He knows what the future holds. It is very power that works in us that shines glory to others. For God who said, let your light shine out of the darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us light of knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. 2 Corinthians 4, 6. I'm done, listen. To hide the light, to lay down and cover yourself up is to hide the true power of God. To hide the light, to say it's too hard for God to fix is to let go of the true power of God. With God, all things are possible. With God, there's resolution. With God, all things are possible. To hide the lights, to squinch its power, is to hide the saving and redeeming work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A friend of mine made some mistakes. And sometimes we make mistakes. It feels like, man, our world's just done. We're, the gods don't care anymore. Anybody ever been there? I guess y'all just too good, huh? Sometimes we go back to our old ways, and sometimes we make some mistake, and the first thing we think is, I'm so sorry that God won't even love me. I've done so much wrong, God don't care about me. That is a lie straight from Satan's hell. God has redeeming power, and it's available for you, and it's available for me. That's why we're not called to be judges and set up on judgment seat. We're to call God's redeeming power and his light into a situation. Some of the men I've seen come through Interfaith Disciple House over the years, they come, man, their faces all 
sagging down. Their eyes are blacked out. They're malnutritioned. Their, their, their teeth are, are, are hurting from all the, the, the drugs that they had took. They're, they're, they're shaking. They're trembling. They're sweating. They have night crawls. They think that people are following them. They have depression issues. They have so much going on from this lifestyle that they have chosen that's leading them to Satan's hell. And they said one day, look, there's got to be something better. There has to be something better out there. And they pick up the phone and they call somebody and they ask them for help. Whether it be Interfaith Disciples House, inter, uh, Heaven's Army, Salvation Army, they call and they ask for help. It's amazing what these people looked like in 30 days, in 60 days, in 90 days. You look at John Forbes right there. Stand up, John. Yes, John, stand up. It's amazing how good and healthy you look today. How much of a blessing that you are to your wife and to your children today. It's amazing what God can do. You didn't look like that when I first met you, brother. You look better now, homeboy. You better be proud of him, girl, because I'm proud of him. God's proud of him. I didn't look like this either. How? Oh, watch this. You didn't look like this either until you met Jesus. And he shined the light in a place that you didn't think there was no hope. To hide the light is to squinch the power, is to hide the redeeming power of Jesus Christ. We are called to be the light. What am I to do then, Brother Mark? You're to please God, not man. You're to stand up for biblical principles, not the world's principles. Speak in ways that are right, true, and honorable, and trustworthy. Listen to others' opinions. Be slow to anger and quick to listen and slow to speak. Decide if others are pulling you into sin. How many have ever seen others try to pull you into sin since you've been saved? Decide. Say decide. Decide if other people, your family, is trying to pull you into sin. You may need to retreat. You may need to be praying for them. Realize that Christ has already determined your value. He's already set you free. Pray, pray, pray. Trust God to lead you in His truth. Speak truth no matter what, but balance it with love. The light is love. Hey, turn off all the lights. Amen. All of them. You know, I preached a message one time in the dark. Anybody remember that? Uh, it was on a Wednesday night. God can still get into America, but he's going to need your help. He's going to need my help. God can still get into the family, but he's going to need your help and my help. 
just a little light can shine through the darkest place. Watch this. Let me say this to you. God can get in. Come on, somebody. Any situation, any place that you may be dealing with today. When you let God have his way with you, you can play any instrument, anytime, anywhere. You can be a voice of reason. You can be a smile of hope. If you'd like to be that little light, would you step out of where you're at today in the dark right now and come and help Pastor Mark, help this church. Come to the altar this morning and say, hey, I want to help Pastor Mark. I got a brother who's not saved. I got a sister. I got some youth I got on my heart this morning, Pastor Mark. I got some teenagers. I got a friend who's wandered back out there, Pastor Mark. I'm praying for my dad. I'm praying for my mom, Brother Mark. She comes to church every week, but I don't know if she's saved. By coming, come right now. Come wherever you are and say, Brother Mark, I want to be shining a light. I'm going to let my little light shine for the whole world to see. Come right now. Brother Mark, my, 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 my neighbor, my neighbor, Brother Mark, we used to be so close, but something got in between us. And, and I know he's living, Brother Mark, and he's living like he's going to hell. I don't think he's saved. I don't want him to go to hell. I want to be a light, Brother Mark. Come right now. Come right now. Maybe you're a business owner. Maybe you're a teacher. Maybe Satan's covered you up. Like he's trying to cover up all good in this world. Come right now. By coming, you're saying, Brother Mark, I want to be the light of the world. I want to be the light of the world, Brother Mark. Father, we thank you for those who got up. We thank you for those who got up and come this morning. Father, help us with your power to go out and change America. We can do it right here in Granger Land. Who believes me? Say amen. Who believes we can change the world? Is anybody in here that believes? Give God a praise that we can change the world. Come on, give God a praise. If you believe that we can change the world.
How many have ever helped me with the miracle of Christmas? And you see those people's face. How many have ever helped me in vacation Bible school or in our youth ministry? Change the world. Let's pray together. Father, we close out our service knowing that you're in total control of this world. And that one day Satan is going to have no power over anything because it says in Revelations that you're going to bind him up. You're going to strip him of those keys that he thinks he got. And you're going to throw him back in the pit to hell to never, ever, 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 ever come back out and hurt or cause a tear, any pain in any person's life again. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for this message. Thank you for this reminder that I am making a difference and that I can make a difference. Pray with me right now. Just say, Lord, sometimes I get discouraged. Sometimes, Lord, I get defeated. But you didn't quit me, God, and I ain't quitting you. Come on, somebody pray that with me. You didn't quit me, God, and I ain't quitting you. I believe in Jesus and his saving power. Father, we asked any day, is anybody this morning that needs to accept Jesus into their life, but they would pray with me right now. Just pray with me. Just say, dear Heavenly Father, come into my life and save me. Today, I make you my personal Lord and Savior. I'm going to live for you. Would somebody join me in praying for those folks right now? Maybe there would be somebody here that don't know Jesus. Would somebody join me in praying for them right now? Pray for the one right here right now. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, pray with me right now. Just say, Dear Lord, come into my heart and shine a light. Today I make you my Lord and Savior. I know that I'm a sinner, but I believe you died on the cross for my sins. Come into my heart and live. Today I make you my personal Lord and Savior. And I'm going to live for you from this day forth. Come on, somebody feel it? Somebody feel it? I felt them pray it with me. Anybody feel it? We love you, Jesus. Bless our time together. We turn these lights on, and we give God glory for all that took place in this house today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Somebody give God a praise today. Come on, somebody, put your hands together and give God a praise. Hallelujah. You may.